November 2018, I sat in front of an interview panel competing for a job as an administrative assistant. It paid $14 an hour and required a degree. <laughs> With sweaty palms, a racing heart, and the knowledge that I was just one of many interviewing, I wondered, how could I stand out to be picked? After several interviews, I struggled to stand out from the herd, but I knew I knew I was a powerful asset to have and they just couldn't see it. I'm teachable, determined, and scrappy when I need to be, but I couldn't help them see that. One call to a friend changed everything when she said, why don't you work for clients online instead of in person? Something shifted in me and I started researching becoming a virtual assistant. I read articles, paid for courses to teach me how to launch and asked questions to others in the industry. And I learned this shit sounded stagnant. <laughs> Sure, they were virtual, but they were still embodying the corporate rigidity and mindset. And if I was gonna do this, I was gonna do it in an entirely different way. So I put on my blinders and launched a business without using any of the lessons, feedback, and guides I had in front of me. And within two weeks, I was fully built. Within one year, I was earning double the income I would've if I'd accepted a job offer from any of those interview panels. And then I started teaching others to do the same. Hi, I'm Lorelai Taylor. This podcast is where we candidly share our journeys. Mine as an initiator to an entirely different kind of virtual assistant business and Marcel's as an integrator who took my lessons and did it in her own way too. You get both of our perspectives in an unscripted, free-spirited, and joyful approach to launching, running, and up-leveling your own VA business. Let's go to the show. Today we are hanging out and we're chatting about how to find a true and honest VA. And then also for the virtual assistant side, what you can do to help your clients feel secure and know that they can trust you. So we're going to do a two-part episode where we're going to walk you through one, how to find a VA that you feel like you can trust and that you feel comfortable handing over. <laughs> access to your business too. And in the second part, we're going to talk to you, the VAs, and tell you like things you can do to help your client feel more secure and just know that they their business is in good hands. So let's start out for the entrepreneur that's looking to hire a VA. And I just want to say, I understand that it can feel a little bit like nerve wracking because mm -hmm. you don't know this person. Yeah. You don't know how it's going to go. And so there can be some anxiety handing over access to your business to a new VA. And I think that's normal. And I think that that is actually something really good to have because you're protecting your baby. Your, your business is your baby. And when you invite someone else to come participate in your, your business, I think it's completely reasonable that you have like a slower process where you introduce them into pieces that you feel comfortable handing over. It doesn't have to be hard and fast and all at once. I think trial periods are wonderful. We talk a lot in our course about doing like a 30-day trial so that everyone knows that, hey, we're in this for short, short term. So we can see how we work together and we can see if we like each other, if we like the work ethic, all that. So number one, start slow. Yeah. Start with smaller tasks that you can feel more comfortable passing off and maybe a 30-day trial. So it's just known that at 30 days, we're going to have a meeting, we're going to discuss it, and we're going to decide there if we want to continue working together or not. Yeah, I like that for both sides. I think it's important that we get along 
well. And sometimes you don't find out the personality clashes until you're closer to the end of the month. So I actually love this, not just for like the trust factor, but also just the personality factor and knowing that, you know, if it's not your jam for one side or the other, then it's easier to part ways if you need to. Yeah. Just relieves a little pressure, I think. Yeah. No one wants to be stuck in a situation that doesn't feel comfortable, especially when it's your business. Like we are putting so much love and energy into our business that if there's someone creating stickiness, no one wins. Right. (laughs) You don't win. Your VA doesn't win. Your client doesn't win. Like across the board, we just want it to be everyone to feel really aligned. So give yourself space to make those decisions. Second, I want to say in a moment where something looks weird, no sudden movements. Trust your gut, but take a pause because yeah. sometimes we can react really strongly in a moment. We just need a moment to like think through it and figure out like, am I reacting to something within myself or is this really something? So one of my clients, Ellie, she always said no sudden movements. If anything that happened, no sudden movements. She gave herself like, maybe it's just 30 minutes to just sit on it and be like, wait, what is this? How does this feel? And I really like that because my personality, I consider myself a bit of a steamroller. Like I just like bulldoze and I do, I get it done. And sometimes like, I'll get that like, ah, this is happening and act. And then after the fact, I'm like, I mean, it wasn't really. (laughs) (laughs) I just think sometimes the pause is helpful for clarity. So if something looks funky, yes, pay attention to it and pause. That's, that's my suggestion. And if you have a gut response to things, listen to that because sometimes you don't always know the signs aren't always there. Like red flags aren't always like red. Mm. Your gut from the very beginning says something's off. Sometimes you just need to lean into that and go with it and, you know, find a different virtual assistant to work with. You know, it's okay to interview multiple virtual assistants. I mean, you don't need to go crazy because that's your time as well. But if your gut is saying no, I really recommend listening to it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So how do you find a VA that you can trust? Let's dive into this because there seems to be a trickiness when it comes to finding VAs and I'm watching it happen behind the scenes and the majority of the time it's word of mouth. And that's because people who are looking to hand over access to their baby, (laughs) just like if it was a real baby, you'd want to like talk to people who've used the babysitter before. You'd want to talk to the mom. You just want feedback. You're not just going to be like, Hey, you're 15. You can have my baby for a few hours. (laughs) I think that with our businesses, we should be just as vigilant in protecting them and keeping them safe as we would a real baby. And so word of mouth does seem to be the most utilized way of securing a VA. This is why we have created a system where we can connect hiring entrepreneurs with the VAs that we've already trained in our program. So we'll leave some information about that in the show notes for you guys. If you're interested, what happens is 
we have people that we train how to be, become VAs and we have other VAs that we're teaching them how to get to the next level. For the most part, the, the VAs in our industry are newer, which is, there's a benefit to that because you get to mold this person into the way your business works instead of them coming in with preconceived notions of how it should be. At the same time, we do not have OBMs, like online business managers. The people in our database are, are more newer to their journey. Yeah. So just so you know that, if you're looking for a newer VA, just check the show notes and we might be able to help you out. Aside from that, I would check in with other people who have VAs and ask them, do they have an opening? Do you like your VA? Do they have an opening to work with another client or do they know someone? And, and starting those conversations through word of mouth. You can also post on social media and pull from your own network. I love this because when you're running a business, sometimes your business is so unique that you want a client that just gets it. They already understand the energy of the brand. They already know how the brand speaks and interacts with the world. And that's really helpful to have someone that you don't have to onboard that part of things. I love going to your audience, maybe sharing in your stories or sending an email, letting them know you're hiring and then conducting interviews from that database. It's a little different than word of mouth and you'll have to be a little bit more vigilant when, when asking them questions but there's a, such a benefit by them already knowing what's happening there. Yeah. Also, as you're onboarding your new VA, we suggest using a service such as LastPass, which is where you can securely send passwords to them. Um, and you can even make it so that they don't see your password. They can download the LastPass software to automatically pop it into the login screens that they have. So then you can feel a little bit better that they don't have access to all your passwords. You can turn it off whenever you like. They don't even know what the password is. They need it to be in LastPass to use it. So that's a really secure way to make sure that your assets are locked down and protected while you're in that 30-day figuring out how we work together. We also suggest using a contract. Now, our VAs that we help launch their businesses, we supply them with a contract that has already been reviewed by a lawyer. But if you are looking to work with a VA that does not already have a contract, we definitely suggest putting one together and having a lawyer look at it. I mean, Marcel, when you had someone look at our contract to go over it, it wasn't too expensive to do and it was pretty easy, right? Yeah, it was under a hundred bucks. It really didn't cost much at all. And I feel like the peace of mind I had yeah. was like totally worth that. Yeah. So yeah, just have somebody review it, make sure it looks good. In the contract, it can cover things like the pay structure, the expectations around the pay. And it also talks about protection of assets and the responsibility of the virtual assistant with all of that. And it, it also talks about if an issue arises and something has to happen, the steps that can go like mediation first before, you know, anything else and, and stuff like that kind of walks through those areas. So if there is any problems, the contract is just there to kind of keep everything buttoned up. And really, I think the way ours is written, it kind of just it's protection for both sides because we recognize yeah. that we have the responsibility to make sure that we're taking care of the privacy and security of our clients and ourselves. So it it's kind of a nice balance between the two. 
Yeah. Also included is the NDA. So the non-disclosure agreement is where your VA agrees not to take any of your ideas or share what's happening behind the scenes without your permission. And that that's just comfortable having your bases covered with that. So the other thing to think about is how are they wanting to collect payment? I think that's also a sign to watch for. Are they just wanting you to Venmo some money randomly? Are they sending you an invoice and, and tracking it that way? I think that's probably a really good way to know, like, okay, am I just writing this person a check? We're sending them cash in the mail. I don't know. <laughs> that even yeah. The so knowing how <laughs> they're going. <laughs> I think if they're sending you a proper invoice, whether it's through PayPal or I don't yeah. know what other ever, what other platforms are out there right now currently, but personally I use PayPal. So um, I like that it's a reputable known payment platform and that I can send an invoice. So just watch how you're, they're requesting you to send them their money. Oh, yeah, you want to make sure that you're working with a legitimately legal business that protects your your bases quite a bit. So by having an invoice and sent through a payment processor, there's a definite paper trail that benefits you. I really enjoy using Wave to send out my invoices. I find that it's super easy. I don't think it really matters which. Just make sure that you have a paper trail showing what you paid for. And and what that means, I like to link my contract in the comment sections of every single invoice. And that's just to make sure it's just a link where they can review it anytime they want to. I feel very committed to transparency in the relationship with my clients. At any moment, I want them to be able to pull up the information on what we're doing together because that feels secure. And anything I can do to help them feel secure, I'm on board for And while we're at it, let's chat chat. And while we're at it, let's chat a little bit about communication because sometimes what looks like a VA not doing their work really is is that they're waiting for a response. (laughs) Communication delays are some of the biggest barriers in the virtual assistant world. There's so much time that we spend waiting for a response or for clarification because we don't want to put something together that isn't 100% what you asked for. So ensuring that communication is a two-way street and that it is flowing and going is the way to make sure that you're building a relationship with your VA that, that grows over time instead of keeping them so far apart. We suggest to our VAs to do weekly meetings. We have done this since the very beginning. And both of us have noticed that the second weekly meetings start being less consistent, that working relationship goes with it. Yeah, it does. And if you don't start that working relationship with your VA with regular communication, it's really hard to build that trust factor together. It's really hard. So our suggestion is at minimum a weekly meeting, at minimum 30 minutes, ensure that they know what's happening in your branch. They know what you would like from them. They get an idea of how you speak and how you engage with your brand because eventually they're going to be the ones that are doing that as well. 
The goal is for you to be able to pull back and let someone else take that spot so that you can do the thing that your clients are paying you to do and they can do the background things. This has to happen through weekly meetings. And on top of that, most of my clients, we do, we text back and forth through the day as things are getting completed and I let them know, or if I have questions, texting is where we do that. Now that's up to you and your VA where you want to do that. Maybe you have a project management tool. Maybe you have email. I find email to be a little sterile and, and not as much connective tissue. So for me, we do the majority of our communication through texting or our project management tool. Yeah, I use Boxer a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's a good one. I'm not a fan of email unless it's just like a, here's a document <laughs> like that mm-hmm. I need to share with you. I don't, I'm not a fan of communicating through email that way. Uh, I think email is really good if you need a paper trail. If it's, if you are talking about changes that are needing to be made to your working work relationship, email that so that you have a thread that you can see everything that was said back and forth. I do not suggest having those conversations over the phone. I would suggest Zoom to record it or email so that you have a paper trail. So you can go back and say like, what were the details we talked about and ensure that you know they got those details. <laughs> There's no arguing and it's right there in black and white or in the video that everyone can see. Yeah, that's probably the number one tip. Paper trail. Mm-hmm. Is key for the harder conversations is yes. what I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, but everything else, it, I know this this might sound like doom and gloom, but the majority of working relationships between VAs and entrepreneurs are a beautiful symbiotic relationship. We're not trying to say that there's a lot of risk out there, but let's be clear, there is some. Right. It's the internet. <laughs> it is. <laughs> anybody can pretend to be anybody. <laughs> Yeah, just keep that's where word of mouth and and getting a VA from a reputable source is going to be your best bet. So I hope these tips helped. If you guys have any questions, you can DM us on Instagram at your VA lab. We'll make sure the link to that is in the show notes. So you can just tap and go and we'd love to help. We'll see you on the next show. Make sure you follow the show to get notified when new episodes drop. And if you're ready to learn more about launching your own virtual assistant business, check the show notes for info on how you can launch quickly and easily with your VA lab. We're so glad you're here.